<laughs> Don't you like this ski lift? First of all, is that a vibe? <laughs> I need to finish crunching my chip, but y'all, Lynn really set us up on a ski lift <laughs> for today's podcast episode. Like, I hop on Zoom and she on a ski lift, and I'm like, yo, you want us on a ski lift? And then she Ooh. added me to it next to her, and I'm like, nah, we are on a ski lift. Like, just envision yourself going on a ski lift and the sky is purple <laughs> okay wait wait what do you have on what do you have on because i know what i have on but what do you I have on a fashion nova snowsuit it's like holographic Period. purple and pink she said, and she blue said, and i bought it at fashion nova girl <laughs> and i got the the goggles to match and the the really big moon boots yeah oh, not the moon boots i'm that girl okay <laughs> Well, I'm a little bougie, so I have on an all-white, okay, mm-hmm. Dior snowsuit. I don't know if they make those, but I would find one if they did. You got two types of bitches. You got the Fashion Novas and the Dior's. I, I still shop at Fashion Nova, okay? I do not care. I shop at Fashion Nova. I shop at Pretty Little Thing. I will shop at Shein. Yes, I will. And I will tell you that I bought it for $5 at Shein. I don't care. But I will also walk up into a Dior and buy what I got to buy. Wait, because I'm um, still laughing at this fucking background. <laughs> but I mean, if we in Aspen, I got to go big. So Period. I have a white, you know, snowsuit on. I definitely have white fur. It could even be lined at the at the wrist with fur too because but the fur it's might as well. on. But it has to be name? an all white thing though. It can't be, you know, white on white. No, see, I want color. You know, I, you mm-hmm. know, I about color. Like color's cool, but like I'm a neutral. I'm a neutral person. I know you just want to wear black all the time or neutral. I want to wear black. My whole closet black is, is like my soul white facts, but it's either. <laughs> It's either like black, neutrals, gray, white. I mean, those are neutrals. Um, nudes, whatever. All still neutrals. There's not enough neon in there. It's a vibe. Oh, I have mm-hmm. some neon. I have some neon. But it's usually paired with a neutral. Wait, my mic is mad far from me. You can still hear me though, right? I hear you perfectly fine. <clears throat> you hear my dog? Because she's crying. Well, my dog's licking herself right now, so. Ginger! Yeah, y'all. I have Ginger with Gingy. me today. Come on. Ginger's a special guest on the show. You might so hear Haley. her. Haley's about to lay but Haley's Haley's on every show. Ginger does yeah. not always. This is Ginger's first time here on this episode. Um, the girls are here. The kids. So you may hear a little bit of some snores. Yeah. Maybe some like she kind of snorts like a piglet sometimes. Haley's you see cute. her? She's so cute. You may hear her her color. You might hear her licking herself right now. Yeah, I mean, you might hear Haley whining, and you might hear her. So if you're she wondering, off the chair. What's all the noise that's about? What you're hearing. It's our kids, right? It's our children. Period. Let's do it. Yeah. Who's texting me? Oh, it's just Flash Lounge. Am I Thompson vibes with that? Yeah. Yeah. Like Ricky. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, if you're hearing this, I love you. Just Ricky, saying. we fucking love you. I want to be Ricky's friend. And if you don't know so who bad. Ricky is, look him up. I want to be Ricky's friend so bad. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I feel like desperate at this point, but whatever. We are Ricky's friends. Ricky he just doesn't know it yet. Like, have you seen his glow up over the years? Like, he's mm-hmm. just glowed up. Like, I've followed him for so long. And just every day, I'm like, okay, fits, just personality the growth like ricky's like i've i could only imagine ricky like a few years from now like he's really gonna you know 
He's gonna be a star. He is a star. He is a star. We're all stars, damn it. Y'all, we got chips. Chips, you guys. Grab a snack. Mm-hmm. Grab a drink. I don't got a drink today, y'all. I got my Pepsi. No tequila sunrise, unfortunately. But oh, but I do have some Espelon, so I might run over there and make one. Well, if you're not new here, you already know my vibe. Um, I have a ghetto cocktail. It is a fruit punch and lemonade. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I don't drink. And if you didn't know, mixing. I'm gonna have me a mother effing tequila. Minute made fruit punch and simply lemonade. Lemonade. I don't. Didn't you make that for me when I was there? No, I made you an Arnold. No, you Palmer. made a yeah. That, that was I fine. made you an Arnold Palmer with old fashioned lemonade and um sweetened tea. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you are not new, I mean, if you are new here, I am Lynn, and I usually have a tequila sunrise and hookah, <laughs> but I just don't today because last Yo. time we recorded, I tried to smoke my hookah and it wasn't. It wasn't. That was open. so funny. It wasn't working. You really just pulled out the hose, and I said, "Whoa, <laughs> she has a hookah." <laughs> I did not know you were really bringing this thing here, yes. and it was like y'all like. Sometimes I can't wait till we can like <laughs> until we can um like have video footage for them where they can like see us talking see us to because yeah. like y'all need to see how we are. It's just a different you element. Can hear added. Us, but seeing us is even funnier. It's even <laughs> funnier. Like I'm like yo, she like I wish <laughs> you guys face. could see my face. Like <laughs> also like today when I hopped on and we were on the ski lift, I said what? No, or like the first episode we recorded and I had my big ass black shades on. <laughs> you were like, what the fuck is oh, going on? Oh, she had a hoodie on. Okay. She had a hoodie on. With my big sunglasses on. With her with the hood up. <laughs> big black sunglasses, like like the airport style sunglasses where you just don't want the nobody. Ari shades. Ari shades. The Ari shades. You don't want <laughs> nobody to know you're there. You might you might be going on a on a solo are. vacation. You don't want people to know. You might be going to see your boo. You don't want people to know. Like <laughs> those the glasses, like that's what she was doing. That's what I had on. And I just hop on the Zoom, just me in my regular, <laughs> regular t-shirt. And I'm like, okay. Hey girl. We are a freaking vibe. No, it's a vibe. Really. All right. So well, yeah, what are we gonna talk about today? Let's get to the nitty-gritty. Hmm. Hmm. One of my favorite topics. So we are gonna get into hmm. pricing and policies today why lynn and i have certain policies and mm-hmm. what our policies are things that we feel like people should do in their business um even like booking systems too because i just feel like there's certain booking systems that are really good for policies and things like that mm-hmm. booking um, systems versus text messaging dming appointments mm, not a fan mm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to do that <laughs> like what what yeah DM we'll get into me? the details no. no please do not dm me to book okay Mm-mm. don't I'm gonna like, send you my link. You can DM me with the. We can talk about that in a minute. Look, about booking, but yeah, let's just get into it. <laughs> so, when I first started in 2017, I was obviously only doing classic, and my prices. You're gonna cringe. You're gonna be like, "Bitch, are you serious?" I started at ninety dollars, and my slowest day. You started at <laughs> higher than me. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so I picked my two slowest days to be my sales day. So those two days, so I can bring people in. I had the um, class success at $75. So $75 for full sets, $90 on a regular day. And then 
I don't remember what my fills were. I think they were 35 or 45. I don't really remember. But the way that I got my pricing, I just based it off of like surrounding salons and spas that, you know, offered the same thing. But at the time, obviously I was brand new and I'm like, damn, they, they charging like $200 for classic set. People not going to book with me. But, you know, now I'm almost at $200. The girls is booking. Period. Period. So. Had to point that out there. So I say that to say this. If the girls like your work, they will book and they will pay. Whatever price point you have it at, they will pay. And I will explain to you why I say that. Two examples. I recently had someone find me on Google. She came from a different city that she just moved here to. She moved here from another city. She found me on Google. She booked for a mega volume full set, which is priced at 200 right now. She came in. She still had lashes from her previous set, so it ended up being a fill, but she was okay with paying whatever she had to pay. She ended up getting a, a fill. I did um, the pricing for a fill, or fill appointment plus working over somebody else's work. She ended up paying almost almost $300, including like the tip and the service and stuff like that. She was okay with that. She paid it. She booked her appointment for three weeks in. She came in the other day. She did the same thing, paid for her fill, even got her uh, an aftercare kit, $45 value, and tipped. The people will pay. They don't care. Then I have that another client how to grow a business or how not even how to grow a business but that is on how to run your business yes that is on not being afraid but i haven't even spoken yet so just okay (laughs) it gets better then i have another client that she does not care if she can't get in this week put me in as an add an appointment i don't care what the squeezing fee is i'll pay it she pays the fee she pays the full set or the fill and tips with no problem she never pays me nothing less than a hundred dollars for $80 service. So the girls will pay. If you stand firm on your policies, this is what my squeezing fee is. This is what my policy is. My prices are. They're going to be like, you know what? Your work is fire. I'm going to go to you and I'm not going to have a problem with it. So don't think that just because people are not booking you is because your prices are too high. No, people are actually scared. They're scared to spend money when it's cheaper. If someone sees that your classic sets are like $40, $50, they're going to be like, yeah, no. She doesn't know what she's doing. They're probably no, they're gonna think like she doesn't know what she's doing. I don't trust her near my eyes with tweezers or let alone with the glue for $40, $55. No, they'll pay more than that. So stand for my prices and don't be afraid. That's what all I have to say. Okay, wait. So before I get into my side though, like um, you don't obviously have to like say your prices if you don't want to, but what is like because I know in different cities and in different areas, like the mm-hmm. average cost is different. So just like to give them an idea in Rochester, my, what's in Rochester, like the York, average for me? Um, what are my prices? My classic sets are one twenty. My soft volume, which is quote unquote hybrid, which we're gonna get into why I have mm-hmm. mine set up differently than you. Mm-hmm. Me and her have two <laughs> different setups. So mine are one twenty for classic. 140 for volume, soft volume, 150 for volume, and then 200 for mega volume. And then my fills range from the classic up to the mega volume from 65 to 110, I think it is. Okay. So, but if you were to, if you had like a a number in your head, like 
what does the girl, like whoever charges the most in your city, what, like, what is their price point and who, and whatever, whoever charges the lowest in your city, like, what do they charge? What's the difference? So like, you might be, um, I don't know, do you consider yourself like in the middle? And then also, I'm just curious. Cause I don't, I don't think I've ever asked you. I feel like, no, you haven't. But I feel what like is for it? me, I, from my knowledge, I don't really know what a lot of people charge, but I think I'm the highest price point other than like salons and spas. Mm-hmm. Cause I know they're like up more in like the 200 or $300, but they can also be like in Victor. Y'all heard that noise? I got some money in the cash app, y'all. Hold on. My <laughs> bad. Said, Hold Let on. Me turn this off. <laughs> I'm gonna hear my phone keep going off. But yeah, they're like in the salons and spas that would be like in surrounding areas, like in um Penfield or like Victor. Those are like the more suburban areas. Of course, they're gonna charge way more. I live in the inner city, so I think. I might be the the highest one. Uh, again, you guys don't quote me on that. If you're from Rochester, don't attack me and don't say that I'm a bougie bitch because I'm not. But I don't know if I'm the highest, but I think I am. Okay, cool. I was just curious because I never asked you and then I'm, I I know the numbers in my city, mm-hmm. like kind of what they are. So I was going to mention it. So that's why I asked. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm curious. Okay, so um, for me with pricing, pricing is like a big thing for me, but I'll kind of start off where Lynn um, started off. So she was basically mentioning like where you, where you first, uh, where your price point was when you first started. So when I took my training, I was the same. I started off with just classic lashes and I didn't get into volume until after that. Cause I wanted to perfect classic and have a good foundation first. Mm-hmm. And so my trainer, um, I asked her at my training, like, okay, like, what do you think I should charge? Like, like, give me an idea because I kind of knew like a number I had in my head, but I wasn't sure. So my trainer at the time suggested that I charge 75 for a full set of classic lashes. Mm-hmm. So that is what I charged. Um, I only did it for 30 days though. So the first 30 days I charged 75 for a full set and 45 for refills. And that was mainly to just get people to book with me mm-hmm. because if you booked with me and you liked it, when I did char- increase my prices, you were going to stay. Yeah. is kind of how I saw it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I started off. Um, and it would take me about four hours to do a classic set. So I was being paid nothing basically, but it was better than nothing. So whatever, that's what I did. And, um, I think a month later I increased my set to a hundred dollars and my refills were like 50 or 60 or something like that. Um, which again, I feel like it was okay at the time because I literally just started. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I just like, from the moment I took my training, I didn't like take a break in between to lash like I mm-hmm. got, I had already ordered my stuff like before my actual training date so it was already at my house ready for me to set up when I got home from training and mm-hmm. I set up my chair my bed everything and I said I made my Instagram immediately when I got home posted on it announced that I was a lash artist now like said was like who wants to be my client kind of thing so um over time I obviously increased my prices after like um like once I finished beauty school, once I was like licensed, mm-hmm. I did another increase. And then I took more trainings and like did another increase and made upgrades and did increases. So like I increased along those guidelines kind of. And before I moved from Cutler Bay, being in Cutler Bay in Miami, mm-hmm. I then moved an hour north. So before I moved, I believe my volume was 175 my mega was 200 Mm -hmm. my hybrid was 150 and my my classics were 125 
And then my refills were like 85, 95, 65, 105. Mm-hmm. Like I just did increase. Like, I don't know. There was no like, str- like strategy I had, which was yeah. so dumb. Like yeah. I always tell people now when they ask me, they're, they're like, oh, how do I price myself? And I'm like, well, this is the price point I started at, but I didn't do this math first. So I always tell people, figure out how much money you want to make per month from lashes. Mm-hmm. Then divide that by the amount of days in the month you want to work. And that tells you how much you need to make per day to get to that goal. And then from there, you can kind of like, you know, figure out, okay, what is my price per set and how many services do I need to like need to do to get to that number? Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing you want to factor in like, okay, how many days a week do you want to work or days out of the month do you want to work and how many clients per day can you take? Like me now, I only take three to four max and my max used to be up to six. Mm -hmm. I can't do that anymore. So it's like, that's something that I always tell people to pay attention to and to like actually factor in, like, don't just pick a price because it sounds good. Like do math and be smart about it. Um, and then I did another increase. So I don't remember how many increases I think after that is when I just completely increased, like after COVID and everything. Um, so now my prices are where they're at, which is, I was 250 for volume and mega volume high, uh, full set and hybrid. And then refills were 150 and then classic um, 200 and refills are 100. Mm-hmm. So I personally, at the point I am in my last journey in my career, I don't believe in having a service priced under $100. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just my personal opinion. And all the services I offer are well over that amount anyways, like they're worth over that. So again, that's why I'm priced that way. Also, just by doing the math, that's where I should be priced as well. But one change that I did make in regards to pricing was, um, this is after I took the course with Lashmakers. Um, She basically was telling us, we went over like price menus in class. And I also took Lash Money where she covered it as well. But Lena does not believe in a hybrid set. Mm-hmm. and what I mean by that believe in it like she doesn't offer it herself but basically like it shouldn't be separate on the menu from volume and mega volume is what she says mm-hmm. so essentially she has one it would be like one price for classics and then hybrid volume and mega volume should all be in my opinion grouped together mm-hmm. in one price point and clients and even other lash artists don't really understand why I say that um, which once she explained, she said it, I'm like, duh, that makes so much sense. Like, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Um, and it was because no matter whether I do hybrid volume or mega volume, I'm using volume lashes and I'm doing the volume technique. Mm-hmm. Therefore it should be priced as the same thing, because a lot of times your clients will book a hybrid set simply because it looks similar to volume, but it doesn't cost the same as volume. Mm-hmm. So I realized, and I always knew like clients always booked hybrid on purpose because they didn't want to pay for volume or mega, but they didn't want classic either because it didn't look like it was too natural. Mm -hmm. So I used to have like before doing this and making this switch, majority of my clients were hybrid sets. And to be honest, they're the sets I hate to do the most. Yeah. Especially refilling hybrids. I'm like, yo, this is annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, but when she explained it, I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. I'm doing the same technique. And then also too, as a lash artist, when you're buying products, when you buy volume lashes, you're spending more on a volume tray than you will a classic tray every single time. 
And so just because you're using less of the fans and maybe less of the volume here in a hybrid or volume set as opposed to mega volume, you're still using the same product that you pay more for every time you buy it. So why are you not charging the same? It just doesn't make sense. And so I, that's when I switched my price point and I had two different price points for, um, for hybrid volume mega as one and then classic as another. And I've even heard Lash Argus talk about, um, about having one price point. So like one set, one full set, any full set is a standard cost and a refill, no matter what it is, classic hybrid volume mega, another standard another cost, price. a flat fee, basically a flat fee for full sets and a flat fee for refills. And I personally love that idea. I think mm-hmm. that's super cool. Um, and it just makes a lot of sense as well. And there was something else that I was going to mention. Oh, the price is in like the prices in my city. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like not a lot of people feel like this, but <laughs> I feel like I am average price to be completely mm-hmm. honest, like just for the industry. And also like in my city, I feel like I'm average priced. Mm-hmm. So um, there are artists in my city who charge 300 and 350. And I even see girls here would want to pay. That. And I have even seen 400 in my city. Um, not all the time. I think once or twice, but mm-hmm. I've seen in my city, 300, 350, 400 for a full set of mega volume, volume or hybrid lashes and classics. I've seen there's people who charge 300 for a full set of classic. I've seen it. Yeah. I hear that. So in Miami. Um, the girls will pay it. And I like, again, I feel like I'm in the middle. And then as far as people who are like charging less than I do, um, or on the lower end, I've seen, oh God bless my soul. I have seen $50 <laughs> full sets. I've mm-hmm. seen $80 volume full set. And I've seen like kind of in between like the lowest of the low and like between me, I've seen, um, a hundred for classic, I've seen uh, like 150 for mega volume. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's my mega volume refill. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't do it. Not yeah. anymore. So again, I'm not judging you necessarily, but it's just like, depending on at what point you are in your career. Cause mm-hmm. if you are newer into the, into the industry, newer to your career, maybe you've only taken one training, you still have to make upgrades and things like this. It is okay to be in a lower end of the price point. You know, but what I do have a problem is, is when girls charge like way less than their work and like client experience is worth like that's like it kills me. And also when like a really new lash artist just like $50 full set and I'm like, no, like a little bit more like even Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, I started off really low, but I mean, that's what I had to do at that time. So, yeah. And I think a lot of times, like when I train people, I'd like to tell them. You have to think about the products too. Like the products that I sell, my glue alone right now is $30. One of the glues is $30. The other one's $35. So if you want to factor in a glue at $30, one tweezer is $23. You're already there. You know what I mean? Like you're almost at 80 right there. So why would you charge someone $50? And that's not even considering the bond or the primer, the, the lash extensions, the tape, the eye patches, like. You don't have to start at a hundred dollars. Your you know, space, yeah, the space where if you're both renting, mm-hmm. that's another. So you have to factor in overhead. Put. Yeah. So that's why, like, when I see people charge that low, I always ask myself two questions: What are you fucking using? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because <laughs> Lord, yo, what are you like? Did what you get it? super glue from the dollar store? Like, what are you using? <laughs> what are and the then, lashes you're using? And then also, I asked myself, like, do you genuinely make money off of this? Like, are you making a smart are you getting business? a profit? And are you making a, are you making money? Like, is there mm-hmm. a profit or are you breaking even? Like, and I can't even see. I don't know. I just can't see. Mm-hmm. I really can't. I don't know. How. No. I don't know how, especially in today's day with inflation, there's oh no way, God. ma'am, that you are making <laughs> money. How are you making money at okay. all? Okay. I have a question about this too. Okay. Which me and you have talked about this, but I just want to like, I want to get your opinion about? again and I want the people to hear it and I want to okay. like bring it up. So how do you feel and what is your opinion on like posting your price menu? Because I used to post my price menu mm-hmm. and I have now since stopped doing that after like being enlightened into this like whole logic and idea. And I'm like, I love that. So I don't post I don't my prices post anymore. Did you ever post them? No, I was only posting the, the sales. Okay. So, I mean, well, I'm talking about like your, not your products, but like your, like, no, like the, the service sales. Yeah. When I was doing the signing Friday, I Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, cool. So I used to post my price menu Mm -hmm. and like, I was all like, oh my God, I'm going to have a super cute price menu. And I even remember like when I did facials at one point, like when I first got out of beauty school, um, I had like a facial menu and like descriptions on them and it was all cute and whatever. Mm -hmm. I also still had a booking system with this price menu being posted, but I was like, it's cute. It's going to give people information. My clients will know how much I charge, whatever. And I don't remember who it was. I don't remember how long ago I saw it or exactly where I know it was on social media. And I don't know if one of these artists that I follow were like maybe saying it in their stories or maybe made a post on it. I just don't remember who it was. But they were mentioning how like you shouldn't post your prices or your policies actually in your story because mm-hmm. it actually doesn't attract clients. It really makes them run away. And I yeah. was like, hmm, why? Like if they're being like informed, but it's like at the end of the day, the only people who need to read your policies are the people who are your clients. And until they book an appointment, your policies don't matter. Mm-hmm. And like, if you want to post your policies on Instagram, like, okay, you're telling these people all these rules they have to abide by, but like, they aren't even a client of yours yet. So why are they like, yeah. why are they like being, they're going to be like, like I have told, to do given a PSA this? about these rules that like, <laughs> they don't really have to follow unless they right. book an appointment and pay a deposit and come see you. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Plus a lot of times I've noticed like lash artists will post policies when they get upset for like a no show. Like I would do it sometimes mm-hmm. a no show or like a late time, like a late cancellation or whatever. And it's like, you really want to send that message to the client who canceled or no showed, yeah. which I would still do, but they mm-hmm like okay they heard the message like they got it like nobody else needs to know yeah. you know so it's that it and I then i like when people do that like they'll be like mm-hmm. oh my god this is our third time no showing like yeah okay, like i would have never that's post okay. like that but i would sometimes like if i had a no show i'd be like guys please remember i've had like an influx mm-hmm. of cancellations or whatever and you know you guys gotta respect this but blah, blah. and like i was you know professional about it mm-hmm. and i wasn't like bat like like just beating up my client on the internet but I realized it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. um and then also pricing on like having a price menu and uploading it onto your stories like again it's really not necessary because if you have a booking system like when a client goes to book an appointment if they want to know 
how much you charge, it's because they're interested in booking. So make them go to your booking site to look at Mm -hmm. the prices. And it's like, that's what you pay for a booking site for. Well, one of the reasons. And then also, um, people need to go to your Instagram to look at your work, see what kind of arts you are, get to know your personality, mm-hmm. not to know like what to pay you. I feel like unless they click on the book now button. Right. That's just like something, I don't know who it was. They said something about it. And I was just like, you know what? I like that. Like, I don't need to That's post true. my prices. Yeah. You guys can just click on the button. Yeah. But please don't message me and ask me how much a set is because I will direct you to the site. Oh, yes, I will. (laughs) Speaking of booking sites. (laughs) You can ask me. See, I'm cool with like people DMing me to be like, hey, I'm not sure which which one to book. Yeah, like that doesn't bother me. This is what I'm looking for. Like, do you offer this, this, and this? I'll answer that, but always. But it comes to the point where it's like if you continue to ask the same question and you're not booking or I'm just gonna be like, here's the link. Or when they send me prices, question mark. Honestly, you can go fuck yourself. I don't even want you as a client <laughs> if you said prices. Can you say hi? Hi. Or when, um, like, don't, as a client, like, I know I don't know if many clients or potential clients will be listening to this, but it's really rude to ask a question. And then if we don't get back to you fast enough for you, oh, yes. you send, like, multiple question marks. That is the quickest way for me to take even longer to answer that question. Why? Because nine times out of 10, when you message me, I see the message on my Apple watch and I can't respond to it right then and there because I'm with a client or I'm doing inventory. I'm doing something with my hands. When I get back to it, then I'll get back to you. But you know, Haley, stop whining. Okay. This is a Haley show apparently. But yeah, when you send question marks, it's kind of like, well, it is very, very much rude. It's kind of like you're forcing me to answer you when it's like, damn, hold on. I have a client in front of me. I can't really respond right now. So please don't send a whole bunch of question marks. Thank you. That's my I definitely <laughs> agree to that. Um, I have to eat a chip. Hold on. Especially when somebody like is texting me. Okay. Oh, another thing. Another thing. Um, yo, like this gets me. Okay. Another thing. Another thing. <laughs> if you have my phone number and you text me and late at night or early in the morning or call my phone, like this is a text only relationship. Okay. And not only that, please do not text me at like late at night. Like, yo, that's one of my policies. Like my working hours are from 12 to six Saturdays. I'm 11 to four Sundays and Mondays. I'm off. I had to get a whole message after work. Like if it's like seven o'clock, eight, I might respond. But if you texted me at 10, 11 o'clock, like, Hey, when is my appointment? Log into the portal, please. Check your emails. Literally. It's in there. It's there. It's in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yo, and you know for what, sure. though? But I will say, though, I will say you cannot just blame a client for that. Um, I will definitely say I help to create that habit with some people. Mm-hmm. And I have to take the blame and, um, you know, acknowledge that. So, yeah. like, once upon a time, I would respond to clients at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night because I was like, oh, yes, I want to book this appointment right now. Like, please don't yeah. go to anybody else. Book me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I fostered that habit for some people, but there are some people who are just rude and feel entitled and will text you at 10 o'clock at night. Hi, can you come tomorrow? I need you tomorrow and a house call at 8 a.m. Like, you can be here, right? Question mark, question mark. No, because like, I'm asleep. ma'am. I'm asleep at 10 o'clock. I'm definitely looking at you texting me, but I'm not answering. Not right now, at least. Because what? And don't let it be my day off. Like, 
because like Sundays are my days off that I try I literally I really try not to even think about lashing on Sunday anything that has to do with lashes on Sundays I don't like it but fun fact my Instagram the LR Lash Brother Instagram used to be my personal one so a lot of the times when it is my day off I'm on that page because I'm still following a whole bunch of people you know from back in the day so I like to see what's going on but like I say on my stories all the time on my days off I might it'll show that I'm online but it does not mean that I have to respond to you because I'm not working Sundays and Mondays. Mondays, I might respond to you because I might still be doing work things like on the back end at home or something. But I really try to take those two days serious. Those are like my only me times that I have. So respect my time. Do some things. So I'm also always on my last page because. Um, oh, that's funny. Um, I am also always on my last page because it's more fun there to be honest um my personal page I keep it very very proud of it I have like 300 followers and if it was up to me I would have five yeah, um, if you find my personal page and you try to follow me I might not accept you uh you are getting declined <laughs> as fuck unless I personally I'm not you. like even then I don't know and a lot of times like I definitely do not accept like male friend requests. And I don't I'm, understand. Like on no, Facebook, I, I don't do understand not, why the guys try to add me on Facebook. I do not accept male, ugh, male friend requests. And I also do not accept female friend requests because who the fuck sent you? <laughs> I don't know you. We don't know each other. Why are you here? And then it's like lashes by blah, blah, blah is requesting to follow. And I'm like, girl. Find where did you find my page. personal page and why are you <laughs> requesting me like why are you here if you want to know anything about me and as deep as I will let you get to know me it will be you can find everything oh, yeah. you're looking for on my last page come here everything yeah no and it's mm-hmm. funny like the people who I don't let like follow my personal page will go to my last page because it's public my mm-hmm. personal page is private same and they will follow they will not follow sorry they will watch my stories but um that's it they'll just watch my story to see what what i'm what i'm doing what i look like they're like is she fucking pregnant like why don't i ever see her on the internet like you know i don't know they're weird people like are obsessed like that with people and will like stalk them do you have a boyfriend (laughs) listen okay don't get me started (laughs) anyways um but yeah, it's like weird. Anyways, what we were talking about. So we we got off, we fell off on a tangent because social Sorry, media. guys. This is what I happens. really, I genuinely hate social media. So like once people start talking about it, I'm like, mm, I could keep going for days. Yeah, I if it, it wasn't for my business, I would not be on social media. It, literally, if I did not have a business, even if it wasn't a lash business, if I didn't have a business, I would not have any social media. I, I would, would delete be under it. A rock. I, I do live under a rock as much as I can, but I literally would delete it. Mm-hmm. nobody would know what I'm doing nobody's gonna know like when or if I'm married have kids like you don't need to see them none of these and I don't want to see you anyways so <laughs> no goodbye uh, but but I will say I will say to the people who do follow me on Instagram on my personal page and my last page I genuinely like if I follow you and or let you follow me both whatever the people I do allow on my page, it's because I genuinely love watching their lives. Like, I'm like, oh my God, look, she has kids now and she's married. Those are my and, nieces and nephews. And her the kids internet. are like beautiful. <laughs> and look how happy her family looks. Like, 
I, I love seeing people that like, I do care about and I do have on social media. Like I love seeing their lives like flourish. It's cool. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. I remember when like we were in high school and you got so fucking drunk at this party. (laughs) And now I'm over here. Like you're a bomb ass mom now. Like (laughs) shout out to you. And you still get lit when you're a baby nurse. (laughs) Yes. Like I love seeing that. Mom's night out. Yeah. Or like even my friends who aren't like in relationships or like have kids, like just I've seen like, oh my God, I almost died because a lot of um, the friends that I went to school with and now acquaintances that I went to school with um, who were in the medical field or like, you know, following that, that journey, um, they, a lot of them uh, matched for mm-hmm. a hospital to work in as a doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's like bittersweet. Cause like, you know, that's my, that was my path at one point. Like I wanted to be a doctor and then I switched and decided I was gay. I was going to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. And then I dropped out of school to be a lash artist. So I do not regret dropping out by the way, to be a lash artist, but I always will have a love for that field. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people I was in school with or friends with, you know, like had their pinning ceremonies or like graduated nursing school. And now they're like working in ORs or like, I saw a bunch of people match and I'm like, oh my God, you're going to be a fucking child like neurosurgeon Mm -hmm. a pediatric neurosurgeon you're gonna be a fucking heart surgeon like you're over here like treating strokes like yes bitch (laughs) yes like I don't know I love it like you're gonna be an anesthesiologist you're about to do like I love that shit I love seeing like people I knew like from younger like getting their degrees like you know working their dream jobs like it's Mm -hmm. cool as hell so it's like I have a love-hate relationship with social media because it can be beautiful but it's also so toxic and people are like crazy yeah and they're like some people are too a little bit too invested especially for the wrong reasons like you're not here because you're happy for me you're here because you're looking for a reason to talk shit Mm -hmm. and it's which happens and that's so whack so corny yeah but anyways back to the subject but anywho we were um, talking about booking systems did you hear that beyonce tone i just gave y'all you really did I was like, okay, girl. hold on <laughs> i can sing wait what that little voice said on that tiktok can i sing to you <laughs> no. okay stop we have to focus yeah okay booking systems. um what were we talking about booking system wreck okay so booking systems versus text messaging and inboxing i'll give you guys my input i have been with a booking system all my life all my days of flashing since 2017 i've been using acuity why you've been because. using acuity the whole time mm-hmm Wow, bitch. I, never I went through like four. I'm going to tell you all the story when we're mm. done. But like, yo, I wish I would have done. No, nope, I always use the QD. Um, when I first started, I was booth running and the girl that had the her salon, she had her her way of booking and I had mine. Like everyone had their own way, but you can call into the salon and be like, hey, I want a full set of whatever, whatever. And she'll say, OK, I'll put you in with Lynn at this time. But that was creating conflict because she didn't know what my booking system had. So at one point I ended up having to tell her like, OK, if anyone wants their lashes done by me, just direct them to my Instagram and I'll communicate with them directly because I was double booking myself. People weren't um showing up, da da da. That is why I implemented the deposits at one point. At first, I wasn't taking deposits. Then I started to take deposits. 
then once they started pulling no call no shows it only took two two people for me to be like yeah i'm not doing this i added my policy no call no shows i'll get into that in a second because <laughs> that's a little some people like to tussle over that topic but i digress <laughs> i like to fucking tussle over that topic you just see your face that's Absolutely. Why I said that, your face is like <laughs> Yo, we'll but no, there, I don't think, I mean, if you do take appointments by DM, by text messages, kudos to you, all for it. If it's for you, if it works for you, cool. For me, it doesn't. Because like I said, if I'm in the middle of lashing and someone texts me like, hey, can I come in tomorrow or Friday at two o'clock and it's only Tuesday, I'm going to forget to put that in my calendar. I'm going to forget, <coughs> excuse me, to send you a reminder like, hey, you have an appointment tomorrow at two o'clock. It's just too much work. That's why I pay acuity. I think I pay 25 now, 20 or 25. I don't know. I think I'm grandfathered into the old, um, the old bill that they had, but not the whole bill, the whole pricing. I think it's about 21 or 22. I don't fucking know. I'm 24. That one. Yeah. So, I have the second tier. I don't know if that's the one you have. But. So mine is 21 because it's grandfathered into the old pricing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that one shoots out reminder emails, reminder text messages. I get forms, I can do subscriptions, I can do multiple calendars, you which I do, do a calendar. Anything. Everything. I have a calendar anything for my trainings and then a calendar for services. You literally, and I could, this is not a sponsored <laughs> podcast, by the way, Acuity is not sponsoring us, but if you sign Pretty up for sure. Acuity and you're literally stuck with something, you don't have a rule about that response to you. If you email them about like, oh, I don't know how to add this into the spot. It's a person that can literally log into your Acuity They'll send you screenshots of the back end and they'll like put little arrows and stuff like, okay, click on this, this, and this, and then you're good to go. So acuity, swear by it. So yeah, if you are getting clients by DM and text messaging, I highly recommend that you invest in getting a booking system, not only because it's easier and it keeps everything more um, organized, but me personally, I have, I like it better when I can go on someone's website, I can pick the time and date and book my appointment, pay the deposit, whatever, versus me having to wait for you to message me back. What if you don't get done until 10 o'clock at night? At that point, I'm not even near my phone. I don't want to respond and I need my hair done at 9 a.m. the next morning. So I need a booking site to click on and go there. But then you have the people that don't even like booking sites. Like, oh my God, I got to read all this. I have to do this, and there. Those are the people that you don't want to book with you. Because if they don't want to book, I mean, they don't want to read then that's on them so um um okay I started off like when I was taking my models and when I was doing like $75 full sets I did start to go ahead and um and like have people dm to book me but shortly after that I tried to set more because my previous boss at the time would use it for like certain meetings sometimes and it was free and I was like okay let me try it it didn't have many like flexible settings for me as the artist. Like it just didn't work out for me and my schedule. So then I switched to Gloss Genius, which Gloss Genius, it's cool. Like it's a booking system specifically for the beauty industry. Um, it's cool. But to be honest, like I, again, couldn't really change a lot of the things that I wanted to change. I had to like conform to like their standards and rules in a sense, because it wasn't like flexible for the artist. So for me personally, Acuity has been the best, which shout out to one of my trainers. Her name is Desi. She's from Slay Beauty Bar. 
And she's amazing. And she's the reason I actually use Acuity and have some of the policies that I have. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. But she taught me this. So um, Acuity allowed me to have a built-in consent form and basically where people could read my policies. And previously with other booking systems I was using, I actually had a consent form slash contract made on a website called JotForm. And I would send people my policies via text after they booked with a JotForm link, sending, basically telling them, I know you went on my booking system already, but also click this link now and read all the policies and sign this consent form or waiver at the time is what I called it. And like people would not do it fast enough or sometimes it would be like a day before their appointment. And like your appointment isn't secured till I get my deposit. That's another thing. I was asking for deposits like via sale, cash app, whatever, instead of like having it charged through a credit card, which was also annoying um, for other reasons I'll get to. But long story short, I chose Acuity because not only is it really flexible and has so many settings for the artist, like I also have intervals in between each appointment so for example people book an appointment and it blocks off an extra 15 minutes for me to have like a breather in -hmm. between clients because I used to not do that but it's so important like I realized like over time like I need a mental break mainly mainly mental sometimes physical but I don't really get pains thank god from lashing um but I do need a mental break because sometimes I love all of my clients and it's a really a therapy session sometimes so I'm okay with this. I know that I took it on, but sometimes people unload their life onto you um, because, you know, you've built this relationship with the person and I'm okay with it, but I absorb a lot of energy very easily, whether it's Mm -hmm. good energy, bad energy. Like I'm an empath. I take, I, I'm not, I don't take, but I absorb the energy in the room that, or the energy that you're giving me, the energy of the conversation. And it affects me sometimes. So like when I get out of work, sometimes I don't want to talk to anybody. I'll throw my phone and people are like, you don't ever answer your phone. I'm like, I'm sorry, which is why she I don't need- answer for me, though, period. Um, but <laughs> like, that's why I need a booking system, because mm-hmm. if I'm lashing, like Lynn said, I I'm not always looking at my phone unless it's to like change a song or switch the podcast or something like that, which, again, even that's rare. But like, I'm sorry, unless you are like top three people I speak to on a day-to-day basis I'm not responding to you right away because mm-hmm. I don't let it be my work from the I only talk to three of you so if it's not one of you three I'm sorry I'm just not answering till I get the energy to answer mm-hmm. um so it's like there's that and then also too like I feel bad like I don't want to I don't want to like by the time I am available to text back or dm you back it's 11 o'clock at night and that's yeah, why and then I when you do text back, yep, then that's, that's when why they I think it's okay that to habit. do that. Yep. I fostered that habit because that was the time I actually had to respond. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it doesn't do me or my client well, because I have to, I'm teaching my client this bad habit. And I'm also, I, it's my own bad habit as well. It's supposed so, to be off time. Exactly. So it's like, I had to, I needed a booking system for that point. And then I could get deposits on hand and have cards on file. Mm-hmm. I had a consent form built in. Um, so my clients, every single time they book, whether it be a refill or full set, you are signing the full consent form and you're mm-hmm. uploading your state issued ID every time. Mm-hmm. And that's that. See, I don't do the state issue ID, but I think I want to start doing it because you did tell me about it. And I'm just like, oh, duh, I should start doing that. Mm-hmm. But the reason why she issues these, I mean, she puts the issue 
ID on there is for um disputes. Disputes and for safety too, you know. Yeah, safety reasons and um disputes. So again, mm-hmm. I learned that from Desi. So when I took her ombre powder brow class, um, she was basically saying that, you know, you are working in a high-end um industry and the services are priced higher and it's like you know you're just to be safe and to only have clients who are really serious Mm -hmm. you have to have certain policies in place and she was basically saying that you know with um acuity she's always had a great um outcome for her disputes because she had the id so it was proof that one you agreed to this and two it is you that you know are that filled out the consent form because you're Mm -hmm. having to upload your own id it can't be fake nothing like that Right. And when it comes to um, disputes, I want to touch bases on that real quick because I use Square for my payment processor. And when it comes to the disputes, I have yet to lose a dispute. I probably lost one. I think it's just one. I've literally lost one with Square too. Everything else always goes in my favor. Yeah. And that's because with the consent forms, people can say, oh, she didn't, I didn't get the service done by her. Or this is also quick. No, I don't give a damn. If you know this person or not, you take before and after pictures. Even I don't care. I don't care if the set mm-hmm. doesn't look fire or anything mm-hmm. for your personal records. You, you don't have there. to post it. This is your, you know, you came here. <laughs> you, you can't here. say you that you didn't up. come here. That was a fraudulent charge. No, it wasn't. Because I, I also before and after have pictures. a ring camera too. So you, you were at my door at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. what I do like with disputes. Like say, for instance, say if Anais got her lashes done, didn't like how they looked or retention wasn't good or whatever the case may be, whatever problem it is, and now you want your money back, she files a dispute. I have the proof of her consent form. I have proof of before and after pictures. I have proof of reminder emails and texts that we both receive because I get the same text messages and emails on my clients still 24 hours before their appointment. So there's no way for you to say, oh, I forgot that my appointment was tomorrow because I got that same message. And our phones are always in our hands. So how did you and, and I don't know if you've ever peeped this, but Acuity will tell you if your client opened the message or not. You're going to have to show me that. Yes, girl. I didn't it, know that. I'm like, oh, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, know that. there was one time I screenshotted it and I'm like, really? Because it says you opened the message at this time and then she mm-hmm. never responded and she's never mm-hmm. come back. And I'm like, exactly. Mm-hmm. We can talk about banning clients too. Yeah, yeah, we can. Because Acuity lets you do that. Look, I'm telling yes, you, this is ma'am. this has turned into the Acuity podcast. <laughs> Literally, though. I no, but I'm Acuity. telling you, that's why Acuity is like so fire because you can do so many things with it. So if someone um, disputes a charge, they would obviously reach out to their bank and their bank is going to reach out to Square. And then Square would notify you and say such and such is disputing this charge. Do you want to fight it or do you basically want to give her her money back? I'm never giving your money back because I know that I'm in the right. So I would now give them all the information that I have. I can screenshot to them. I have the options of screenshotting emails, text messages, DMs. They will take all of that as um, sufficient, uh, what you call it, evidence. IDs. It will take that as evidence and the IDs. So then it'll go through a processing. A few days go by, then they'll reach out to you like, hey, we're giving them the money back or you won the dispute. If you have all of the above, the proof of consent form, proof of the appointment, I don't leave anything out. I would literally take a screenshot of the appointment time that's on my calendar. I would take a screenshot of the confirmation. I would even take a screenshot if they message me like, oh my God, I just booked my appointment. I'm so excited. 
they're going to take that and be like, yeah, she went to the appointment. So what is she talking about? And then if you add in those before and after pictures with the ID, they're going to be like, that's the same girl. She did go. So why are we giving her her money back? Right. So then you win. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. So I want to ask you, um, well, two things. We'll go over them separately, though. Mm-hmm. So like, tell people some of the policies you have and why. And mm-hmm. then after that, I'll talk to them and tell them about what it is. And then um, I also want to touch on some of the settings you have in your acuity that you feel like you need to have them there like that and why. Okay, so let me pull up mine so I don't miss any of them. So I know for sure one of my policies is no makeup. Mm-hmm. No makeup, no mascara. Um, non-refundable, non-transferable. Deposits are required to book an appointment. Late mm-hmm. policy. If you're later than 15 minutes and your appointment is going to be canceled. If you do not let me know that you're not going to come, that's a no-call, no-show. <laughs> my favorite topic. No call, no shows get charged the full amount. That's your balance. So if you're coming in for a hundred dollar for a classic set, which is 120, you're paying the $20 deposit, then your balance is a hundred dollars when you come in. If you fail to let me know that you're going to come in and you pull a no call, no show, I give you a few minutes. I'm not going to say exactly how many minutes because y'all, y'all ain't about to get me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was a like, few minutes past the 15. But- Right. To then charge your card the full amount that you owe me the hundred dollars mm-hmm. because because of the fact that it's not easy for you to not show up for a one o'clock appointment and then it's whatever time after one o'clock and I have to post like hey who wants to come in for a full set right now no one's gonna drop what they're doing by the time they get to me it's probably gonna take them like 20 30 minutes and now I have to rush through their set before the other person comes in and then it throws off my whole my whole schedule. So sometimes there up, is though, but for the most part, there is a some girl, of them if they happen to be in the area. My client the other day, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you, but my client the other day, well, I had a no call, no show for the first time in a while. Oh, yeah, the one you told me about. And I, like, I knew she would want her lashes done. <laughs> I texted her. She, I love her to death. She literally dropped everything. She's like, I've never taken a shower so fast in my life. I'm on my way. I was like, Yes, girl. I'll be there in two seconds. I literally love her. Oh, yeah, but see. For me, it's not that easy. I would have to like post it and then that's like a once in a lifetime. That's like a once in a not a once in a lifetime, but it's just it doesn't here and there majority of the time it doesn't work out for us like that. It's not a consistent thing. So yeah, that's one of the my major things. Like no car, no shows. I don't take those lightly. And oh, let me also note I book people for the whole month. So say, well, if they're consistent clients, then on the 17th of every month my calendar opens up for the following month at 9 a.m. So I always tell them to book your fills for the entire month. So say if we're the beginning of the month, you know, it's a 17, we're going to open up next month. Let me book the two fills that I need for that month. If you decide to not show up for that one appointment, your next appointment is also going to be canceled. At that point, you know, some people, if it if it was like their first time, like um doing a no call, no show, before I would just let it slide. But now it's just like, that one no call no shows you didn't show up your next appointment's canceled now you either are not going to be able to book with me at all or you're going to pay up front the full amount that you owe for the the book the, the appointment that you're trying to book so again no call no shows are not tolerated around here at LR Lash Parlor um what else any changes that are trying to be made it has to be done prior to your appointment at least three hours so that way 
If you're going to tell me, hey, I have an appointment at one o'clock. Can I come at one thirty? That's fine. Cool. But if you have to change it to a whole new day and you tell me an hour before, I have a problem. Because at that point, now I have to stop what I'm doing. I have to go into my bookings. I have to see where I can get you in. And then it's like, what if I can't get you in for another day? It's not my fault. You have to cancel for today. You, you just canceled. That's it. That's, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I have a policy of 24-hour policy on all services. If you get your lashes done today, you have until tomorrow to let me know if there's any issues. You can let me know, oh, I think my inner corner needs a little bit more lashes or, oh, my outer corner, I don't know. A few of them came off. Can you fix it? I have an event to go to. Okay, cool. 24 hours. Anything past that, you have to pay um, a touch-up fee. Also, as a final, um, I don't allow extra guests. And that's only because I have a storefront and we don't really have too much space for you to sit. I don't have like a waiting area. And I offer um, silent appointments, which is an option that you can pick when you're setting up your appointment. It's an option of doing a silent appointment. It's more like a self-care thing. You never know what your clients are going through. They probably had a crazy ass day, probably just broke up with their boyfriend. They don't want to talk to you. Might even be a brand new client that doesn't even know you like that. They don't know what to talk about. You click on that silent appointment thing on the, the form that you sign up with. I don't have to talk to you at all. I'll play spa music for you if you want me to. If you want me to put some trap music for you, I'll play that too. But I listen to 90s music all day long. So I like to give my clients that option of having a silent appointment Wait. just because they need that time. What? Speaking of a little off topic. No, but... I'm not going to listen to Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Okay. I don't really listen to rap like that. But it's not even just like that artist specifically. I'm just saying like the fact that you don't listen to like hip hop, rap, whatever. Like you, she, don't get me wrong. I love 90s R&B and I love R&B, but like. I do. I just can't. I'm not trying to be in my feelings all the time. See, but that's the thing. I don't be in my feelings all the time. No. I can. Like, I'm like, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I don't know. I mean, all I'm saying is I relate to them. I can listen to them. But it's not like I'm going to be in my zone. Like, I'm more in my zone when it comes to 90s. But um, wait, let me say real quick. Wait, hold on. going to listen to this. So what I wanted, <laughs> no, what I wanted you to tell the people is what you called Gunna the other day. Remember, you were like, oh, I'm listening to the album. Would you, do you remember what you said in the voice note? No. It was a, it was a joke, but she was like, y'all, she was like, I'm listening to Gunner. <laughs> oh. Like, what? <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. When I was like, I'm going to call him Gunner, not Gunna. Yeah. <laughs> okay she's like okay well we're getting closer I we're guess. getting somewhere i guess <laughs> we're getting somewhere it was close. so funny though but my bad I just, I, <laughs> no. you said the music and then i was like yeah which we actually i want to talk say? about that in a second like what kind of music we listen to yeah. in the classroom mm-hmm. we can get to that in a little bit but yeah no that was so funny i was like because that's really all i listen to like i can i have one client brie she's so freaking funny she was like, can you pay, play some gangster music in here? Like, it's always so emotional. I'm like, okay. Right. So who does she have me play? Um, Vaughn, King Vaughn. And King I'm King lashing King. her and I'm listening to her. I'm like, this is so fucking violent. <laughs> I'm like, this is I live this for is it. Real? Girl, I she's like, yeah, they, they really be having beef like that. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't. These motherfuckers <laughs> are crazy. <laughs> Smoking on who? What? Oh my God. <laughs> This is a bit much. Fuck, bro. She, yo, she just want to listen to. He knocked on my door with some flowers and took off his yes, white tee all the yes, time. And I'm like, honey, weak in the knees. A week as fuck, but that's not the point. See, but then I go out with my friends, and I'm the only friend that doesn't know the fucking songs. I'm the friend that takes pictures of videos of people because I don't know the damn songs of the rap. Right. Song. So start oh. listening, bitch. Man, I don't know the words of the rap song. 
it's okay because I'm trying I'm practicing but I don't listen to that with my clients anymore because I listen to Dirk's um Dirk's album so okay so for my policies they're long so I always ask um for like some basic information and then again no makeup no lash glue no mascara oh yeah that too yeah that's just too much um I talk about aftercare, which we will talk about that later. But I always ask, um, how did they hear about me, their birthday, their Instagram, if they've ever had an allergic reaction or irritation and to, you know, explain the experience, if they wear contacts or glasses, um, what they prefer to listen to during their appointment. So I usually have music podcasts or a silent appointment, which silent appointments, in my personal opinion, like, unless I'm listening to like a really good podcast or a really good playlist, like, I love talking to my clients, but I also really enjoy silent appointments because I can listen to whatever I want. Like mm-hmm. I will pop in a headphone so fast. Yeah, and I'll play music listen. for them and then listen to what I want to listen to. My yeah, headphones. I'll yeah. play like, you know, um, I do like lo-fi hip hop for like silent appointments. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a silent appointment or if I want someone to fall asleep. And then um, in my headphones, it is something totally different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then how often they get their lashes done, questions, comments, or concerns they want me to know. And then the policy section is um, confirming that they don't have any like flu or cold like symptoms, uh, letting them know that any adverse effects is due to their failure to adhere to the instructions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I need to add that. Yeah. Uh, I have read and accept the cost of my service as well as the duration of my service. I understand that I need to arrive on time mm-hmm. and arriving more than 15 minutes late can result in the cancellation and the full service fee charge with the card on file. So I don't guarantee a cancellation every time someone's 15 minutes late because mm-hmm. if for some reason, you know, I don't have anything planned after or I don't have another client after where like my time can be a little bit more flexible, like I'll try to be flexible where I can, you know? Yeah. So there is a possibility of it getting canceled and you being charged the full service cost, but there are also times where it's okay, depending on, do I have anybody after you, whatever the case, mm-hmm. I don't push clients back. Yeah. I won't do that. I used to, but I won't push clients back anymore. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're late, that's your fault. Um, and let me see. Oh, no, no guess. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, no guess. Um, I people are really big on this. They say no children. I don't have no children in mind, but depending on who you are, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I know it shouldn't be that way, but in this case it is. When it comes to kids, it is mm-hmm. because some of you don't discipline your children and they're not about to be running around my house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. And no, your boyfriend cannot come. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. There's no man about to walk up in my space. And uh, your best friend cannot either. No. Mm-hmm. Um, refills are done every two to three weeks. Anything after that a full set, you have to have at least 50% lashes on or it's a full set. If all you deposits, how many lashes you have on, it's a full set. No absolutely. Set. Um, deposit, deposits are non-refundable and can only be transferred once. So if, I, if somebody transfers a deposit, their new appointment has to be scheduled within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So if you cancel on me for Friday at 3 p.m., your next appointment that you're moving has to be Saturday before 3 p.m. or you're, that, you lost your deposit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, that's me just being nice. And then 48-hour notice is required for any reschedules, cancellations, um, anything. Whether you Any changes that you need to make to your appointment, 
48 hour notice is required for that. Um, and if not, if it's less than 48 hour notice, you're getting charged the full service cost with your card stored on file. And the reason I do that is because if you can't be considerate of my time, like, I'm sorry, but my time is money. And yeah. I could have booked that spot or I could have rearranged my life differently. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I work for myself to be able to, you know, schedule my life how I want. So right. when somebody comes like in the way of that, granted, there are certain scenarios where I can be flexible, mm -hmm. but very, very, very rarely can that happen because those scenarios don't happen often and not everybody. Yeah. Um, it just is what it is. Uh, all services are non-refundable no matter what. I don't care. Um, I will do a touch up if you tell me that you have a problem within the first 48 hours and I won't charge you for that, but I'm not refunding anybody. And then I also have a policy that consents people for me to charge their card on file only for actions outside of the policy without any disputes. Uh, let's see. Okay, so if somebody no call, no shows or reschedules less than 48 hours in advance and they do it more than three times, you're being, you're banned as a client. Mm -hmm. And also if you no show, no call or reschedule less than 48 hours on, um, and your card on file does not work, when I go to charge you, you are also being banned for that from the first time. It yep. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> no. Because nothing pisses me off more. It pisses me off when you don't show up but then again I'm still gonna charge a car so I'll get paid either way but yeah. it's so disrespectful when you go mm -hmm. to charge a card and it declines mm -hmm. that pushes me off the ledge that at that point I have yeah. an all day and then I'm just like not in a mood right so not only am I banning you as a client but if you want to come back if you do try to book an appointment with me in your message because I can put a message for when I ban people it will tell you you have a balance of xyz and if you would like to become a client again this balance needs to be paid in full with 50% deposit on your new appointment. Mm -hmm. So you're paying me for your full set or your refill that you missed. Plus you're going to pay me 50% deposit. And if not, then I don't, then it's okay. If you don't want to do that, but you're not my client Then find somebody else in Miami to do your lashes. There's a lot of people. You have plenty of options, whether you like them or not, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. um, and what else? <laughs> then I asked for ID and that's it. And I asked for the date. So um, some people will say like, oh, that's really strict. That's crazy. Like what, why is she so like that? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, again, I'm like that because the people who want me to do their lashes, they don't care what my policies are. They're going to follow them and they're going to be okay with me, whether it's strict or not, mm -hmm. they're going to respect it. And they're going to be okay with that. And if somebody isn't, then I'm just not the lash artist for them. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, like I said, plenty of people to choose from. Yeah. So. Like a lot of the stuff that you mentioned in your, your policy and consent form, Mine is so short because when they come in for their appointment, in the beginning, I like to talk to them about it. So mm -hmm. if I see that they have glasses on, I ask them, do you wear glasses all the time? Mm -hmm. So that's a mental note. If they say yes, then okay, we have to stay 13 millimeters or lower. Just that's because of I the fact too. if you do longer than that, like for me, for instance, I wear glasses while I'm at work. And sometimes I wear it outside of work, but I can wear my glasses with my 16 millimeter lashes because my natural lashes are insanely long, but I have to wear my glasses lower which is quite annoying because the um the arms on my glasses expand out so when they stretch out they're obviously a little bit more looser so if I have them lower on my nose on the ridge of my nose I have to keep pushing them up and at that point they're touching my lashes so 
I like mm -hmm. to ask the client, do you wear um, glasses all the time? Do we have contacts? I don't like for them to have their contacts on if I am lashing them when they have contacts. Why? Because the, um, the chemicals in the glue would dry out their contacts. And then when they open their eyes, they have bloodshot eye red or red eyes. And they're like, what the fuck just happened to my eyes? It's because of the glue and the fumes. It's going to dry them out. So I'm sorry. Should've and then also just, ha just having the eyes closed in general does that though. Like, yeah. If your eyes are closed, like me naturally, I don't wear contacts. I don't wear glasses. I'm supposed I to, wake up I and my eyes are bloodshot red. When I wake up, my eyes are bloodshot yeah. red. And that's because when your eyes are closed, they are not blinking. Therefore, they are not being overly hydrated like they are throughout mm -hmm. your day. That is one of the reasons we blink is to hydrate our eyes. Mm -hmm. So when your eyes are closed for a long period of time and you have contacts on specifically, it will dry out way faster than like the average person who doesn't have contact but that can still cause dry and red eyes. Red mm -hmm. eyes also are caused from glue fumes occasionally for some people, but a lot of times like your client's red for that reason. Um, if they are red, again, that doesn't happen to everybody, but that can be a factor. So um, yeah, there was something I wanted to mention too, though. Um, oh, the DM to book story. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say that so, I DM for you. <laughs> um, I also offer house calls and squeeze-in appointments, okay? So house calls and squeeze-ins, I do charge more for that. And I have an option as an add-on in my booking system. If somebody wants a house call or a squeeze-in appointment, they just click on that specific add-on they're requesting. And in the questions, comments, and concerns box, they are instructed to leave me their house call address mm -hmm. or they were um, instructed to leave me the time for their squeeze-in appointment that they are requesting. In the event that that time is unavailable, I will see what works. And if something works, I refund the deposit. Mm -hmm. But if um, there is a time that works, obviously they book it and I will go ahead and you know accommodate them for that time with the extra fee. Mm -hmm. Now, some people, if you do DM to book in general, or some people do DM to book for house calls or for squeeze-ins, um look if you're gonna DM, do dm to book like answer mm -hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> answer damn it like answer the question fuck. <laughs> because this is my thing again everybody's gonna do what works for them mm -hmm. but if you are going to have dm to book on your booking system you need to be on top of it all the time granted i understand okay if you're working from this time to this time have people know okay i answer dms from this time to this time say it in your stories every once in a while or, you know, whatever. But I feel like nobody should be waiting longer than 24 hours for a response. Right. I can, I will wait 24 hours. Um, and if you don't answer me, I'm not one to like text you multiple times or send you question marks. If you don't respond to me, that's it. I'm just going to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like if you have that as a, you know, the way you book, if you are doing DM to book, that is okay for you if it works, but fucking answer. <laughs> because... Mm -hmm. I fucking did that the other day and I wanted a lash appointment and this one girl I DM'd her first and she didn't answer and it was like four days had gone by and I was like yo like she's probably busy I get it like it happens mm -hmm. sometimes but like this is why it should be an option on your booking system so that I don't have to wait for you and I can just book the appointment yeah so then I DM'd somebody else because I had given her multiple days it was like three days I think three four days so then I DM'd somebody else and that person opened the message right away never responded to me and in the, her booking system the instruction said to dm to book mm -hmm. i checked her her thing again like a few days later because i was unsure who i was going to go with 
And it now had an option not to DM to book, but to text this specific number that was never on her profile before. Mm-hmm. And this was like, you switched the policies on me after you read me, like read my message and then never even wrote back though. Just left it on red instead and of left saying, it unseen. Like, girl, do you not want my money? Like I was trying to book an appointment. I've never booked with you trying before. To give so you some money. I'm trying to give you some money. I'm trying, like, I like your work. It's beautiful, whatever. So like, that was annoying. But then I ended up choosing the Why other Why are you being girl. weird? Yeah, it's just that's mm. weird to me. Like, if you're gonna have people DM to book, answer it, just answer. Respond. Yeah, respond. Please. Like, why <laughs> am I waiting 72 hours to get my lashes done? Like, Please. by then I could have gone to like the next girl, which again, you know how I feel about that. But yeah. I'm not gonna go to the next <laughs> girl because my eyeballs might fall out. <laughs> this is why I just need to again move to Miami. <laughs> Not while I put a chip in my mouth and I I had to take it out. (laughs) Okay, so that's policies and the booking. And then what else are we going to talk about? Um, prices, some settings you have on your booking system. Oh, my settings. Um, what settings do I have my booking system? What like things you need to like? How I don't know. How do you have your setup? Let me look at it because I'm so bad at remembering shit off girl you don't remember i don't mine are like i want this 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 this. (laughs) okay so i don't book more than 30 days in advance so i only book month to month so like i said earlier i open up my appointment books for every month on the 17th of the month so let's say right now we're in april tomorrow we're recording this april 16th don't know when we're going to be posting this but obviously it's going to be after may um april 17th opens up may schedule so the full month of may will be open so i like to do it that way just because i don't know what i have going on in my life in june or july like mm-hmm. i'm a very spontaneous mm-hmm. person if you know me you know i take a lot of goddamn trips <laughs> and me as her new friend is not helping i'm like you want right. to go to paris like, next week you want to go to paris you want to go to fucking puerto rico i'm like bitch are you booking the fucking flights when are we going <laughs> Kid you not like I we, they sold me I need a what was it count for you just for the trips I swear just so whenever she's like okay we're going here I'm like all right let me just book the flight but it also doesn't help that I have Delta Sky Miles and I freaking earn points so it's like I can't get a flight for how much what I'm an American I gotta pay the taxes that's I'm an girl. American girl I'm a Delta girl all, all the days American of my life but me and her like, um how long ago was it like a few months ago, we decided to get whiteboards for our houses. Oh, like, girl, I've had a whiteboard for a while. No, not not getting a new, new whiteboard because white well, can't see it, but there's one behind me. The way that we were setting them up. Oh, yeah. Had yeah. It to do it a certain way. So we have our quarterly goals, personal and work goals. And mm-hmm. then like one side is a to-do list. Well, mine is one side for the to-do list for the week. And then on the other end of it, it's my trips for the year, quarterly. Period. Me too. So it's like, I got all these trips lined up. and I'm My like, trips are on the right side and take up half the board. Mine too. And then my, my, to-do year, list is in my the goals for the year are broken up on the left side in quarterly. Like, mine too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah. you know, but we try to write down at least two to three trips for each quarter. Whichever one happens, happens, yeah. but we got to write it down. So... <laughs> Like I said, looking at them like hmm, I don't know what I'm doing because it's like I have the trip planned for whatever quarter, but I don't have exact dates. Like yeah. so, it's like okay, I want to go to um freaking Miami, but 
I don't know what day I'm going to go. Girl, I want to go here. I don't know what days I want to go. We're so stepping passports. Okay. Oh, no, I'm talking about like quick For you. Trips. Oh, okay. Like little weekend like, trips. No, like, not like know. long vacation. No, said, those are on there. Ma'am, when we go on no. vacation, we are stamping a passport. <laughs> those are I, on there. They're if on I don't there. need don't my passport, wrong. I'm not going. I'm not going, but <laughs> not then going. we do. Let's hold on. Wait, don't have her front, you guys, because this bitch says she would have me in Miami every two weeks to do her damn lashes. That's different. I'm talking about vacation. I'm not talking about necessities. I meant vacation. It's a necessity. You have to come here. That's different. This is important. I will fly no. to Rochester for my lashes, but like okay. I'm talking about vacation. Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying though. Like I can only book a month in advance because I don't know how far out. Before I used to book the whole year, but then people were taking advantage of that because when I was doing the sales, they would book a sale price for all the way in September and we're only in February. Like, you like, can't no, do that. No. No. Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing that. And it was easier for me to have more of a control yeah. over my schedule, my life when I was doing the month-to-month basis. That's one setting I have. I have the setting for um, max out at four people a day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was a little, <laughs> I was a little hustler. I mean, I still am. Right. I mean, <laughs> into the bag but But before I was overworking myself and when I tell you burnout is real and we're going to talk about this Mm -hmm. in depth like burnout self-care time off that's a whole nother podcast but I was doing 10 11 people in a day how I don't freaking know but I do know that I was in that shop 11 7 8 o'clock in the morning and I would probably go home at like 12 1 o'clock in the morning it was bad it was bad. Now, oh, absolutely, you not. can't even the the schedule won't I've allow never, anyone I've never to book taken more than that many more. people in one day ever. That's See, that, but it sounds like a lot. You. But it was either like a few of them will be full set, some of them will be like I brought. Yeah, my like, it'll feels, be little appointments to yeah. fills, but it was still I was it's a lot the whole time. Like I was at that shop all day every day. But yeah, yeah I can I have it set up for maxing out of four people. But if I do have to um add in anybody, I max out at six people. If my hands allow it to, because when I get to the fifth person, this thumb is like, bitch, what are we doing? Mm-mm, it's time I to go home. I cannot do it. <laughs> they like won't four, even grasp the tweezers the right way. Four is already pushing it for me. Like I like, like my, ugh, I love doing three people. Like three mm-hmm. people, like a Girl, My Saturdays, but the fourth are person, three people. Yeah, brutal. my Saturdays are quick, in and out, at the store from eleven a.m. to four p.m. Three people that day. My Saturdays are now my easiest days and I look mm-hmm. forward to it because then Sundays and Mondays I'm off. Yeah. So it's like I kind of have a three-day weekend, mm-hmm. but I love it. Yeah. I don't know what it's- other setting. Um, They get email and text reminders. Oh, I have the subscriptions, the VIP memberships. Yeah. So I've been doing that for a few months now. It's different tiers. You can do, I don't want to get into all the numbers and shit because that'll take me forever. But you can, if you're a regular client, and you come in consistently every two weeks. At some point, I'm going to tell you, you might as well sign up for the membership. So with the membership, you're saving between $10 to $20 a month, and you're only paying me once a month. So you can mm-hmm. come in, those two appointments, whenever you want that month, come in, you charge, I mean, your card gets charged monthly, and that's it. It's easier. Or if you want to sign up as a new client, you pay up front, the initial fee would be the full set. And then monthly, you get paid, I mean, you charge... I charge the card with the fills with me. So that has been very, very helpful. And the girls love it because my membership, I text them like the week of the schedule opening, opening up. I'll text them like three days before, like, hey, 
what days do you want for next month so they get their spots before everybody else does so yeah 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 so for me um I don't let people book more than or less than 24 hours in advance um Mm -hmm. I have 15 minute time blocks in between each client no more than four clients a day um what else I do work shorter days on Fridays and Saturdays. Like Saturday, I don't work past four. Friday, Mm -hmm. I don't work past four or five, depending on the person who needs the appointment. And the other days of the week, I start taking clients at 11 a.m. and I will take my last at six o'clock. Anything after that is considered a squeeze-in or anything before that is a squeeze-in. and then the cancellation thing is 48 hours, but you guys can change that. Like, you know, in the booking system, I mean, in the uh, email, and then it also sends my clients a text reminder 48 hours before and an email reminder 48 hours before. So nothing crazy really. Um, and then as far as booking appointments, I don't let my clients leave the bed without booking an appointment. Mm-hmm. So I have a few clients that they have recurring appointments set up. And so I'll book them for appointments out so it's technically two months in advance because I do like two appointments, which is like ends up being two appointments per month. Mm-hmm. And then another two appointments, I'll book them four appointments out. Mm-hmm. And if I have to move them, like I obviously follow my own policy and I won't move somebody less than 48 hours in advance, but unless it's like an emergency where I don't have a choice, but that's very rare. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's nothing crazy, nothing too wild. And then same, I also have a course schedule, like it's separate. So there's that. And then for my deposits, I do take $50 deposits. Um, I would like to increase them. I'm trying to decide what I want to do though. Mm-hmm. So I used to do like smaller deposits, like $15, $25 when I first started, which mm-hmm. if you're first starting, I would always recommend taking a larger deposit, at least 50 bucks, because people are like more afraid to lose $50 than they are 25, 15. Like, yeah, no, I don't care $10 I is like, why are you? Yeah, I don't, five, I've seen $5 deposits. Mm-hmm. I, I never ever like cancel on people last minute or don't show up or reschedule late. Like I try not to, well, not try, really don't do that. Like maybe, maybe I will try to reschedule late if I can, if I can, like I'll see, mm-hmm. but if you don't have anything, I'm still, I'm still coming to my appointment. I'm not canceling, you know? Right. Um, and if ever there's an emergency or an event, like I've always, even before being a lash artist, have respected, like, if your policy says this, I'm not going to beg you not to charge me when it's time to charge. Right. Like, I'm not doing that. I hate it when somebody begs me not to charge them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you read and agreed to the policies, like, you know, this. still going to charge you. <laughs> so before I even tell I somebody said what I said, yeah, before <laughs> I even tell somebody that I'm going to charge them, I have already charged you. Right. Like I charge you and then I will send you a text saying that you're going to be charged, but you already got charged because mm-hmm. uh, if you Just do that, so you know. they will go cancel their card real fucking quick mm-hmm. or they'll have like a not get charge card that you can lock. Yeah. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. It's also so, annoying when people use like those kind of cards, like cash app or chime cards for like the deposits or the card on file. And then when you go to charge it, that's the one that doesn't work. <laughs> interesting. You know, I've never like. Does it say that that's like what it is? No, but I know people's tricks. Um, but no, for my policies, I'm considering doing, or not my policies, sorry, my deposits. I'm considering doing either $75 deposits or 50% of the service. Mm-hmm. The only reason I have not done 50% of the service is because 
I know that there's some girls that when they book their appointment, they don't have 50% of the service. Yeah. And they, but by the time the appointment does, they'll have the full balance that's remaining. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want to, you know, like I, I want to work with people if I can, but at the same time, mm-hmm. if you can't book the 50% of the service, you probably can't afford me anyways. Which Some people charge up front like the full up. amount. Like but I know my my institution. Or if you really want it, you're yeah. gonna book it. So yeah, and that's like, how like I'm saying, where my massage therapist, she I don't know if she's I don't think she does it anymore, but at one point she was charging full amount. And it was like, well, yeah. girl, I need my massage, so I'm gonna pay it up front. I don't care because I know yeah. I'm coming to the appointment. So some people do charge up front full amount. If you pay it, you yeah. pay it. If you don't, oh well. So I'm thinking of doing either 50% up front or $75 deposit because people are less likely to cancel like that. But at the same time, that means that the larger the charge on my account, the bigger percentage I'm paying every time that person, every time a person books appointment to them. Mm-hmm. think about that so that's another thing yeah. like um I do accept cards on file as well like for a payment but I mm-hmm. charge a little bit more like I charge a service fee to use yeah. a card I don't know if you do that but I do mm-hmm. um because like I'd rather you just sell it to my business account like you know yeah. I'm not having you send send it to my personal like you're still sending to my business bank account mm-hmm. but if you can like send it to that like VSL where I can just I don't have to pay extra fees like obviously I have to pay taxes but I don't have to pay fees for my site mm-hmm. it's better for me and then yeah, at one point I was doing just um just cash but then when I got my storefront I don't like to carry a lot of cash so it was like mm-hmm. eh, whatever I'll pay the fee but that is a good idea to charge the yeah fee I don't think I've ever ever done just cash um there was a time where like people mostly paid me like that but I think I didn't always offer the card option though. It was always like Zelle to my bank account, like my business bank account or cash app, my business account. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was always my business stuff, but via cash app or Zelle or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, booking systems, definitely important. Mm-hmm. Over. Damn. And then this is kind of random, but because we what? talked about it before, like the music topic it's just so thrown in there (laughs) but like whatever we started talking about it so um for me I used to play like all the like hits like (laughs) all the hits (laughs) it was like we got the new future bumping we got the new Cardi B bumping maybe Mm -hmm. some you know what I mean like I was always like you know like that but I also feel like when I moved my clientele became a little bit more high end mm-hmm. and some of the people that I service now I'm like uh they don't want to hear any of that shit yeah like, and that's I how I feel when my clients like not saying that my clients listen to any and everything but yeah I keep it on either Monica station or like Jasmine Sullivan station or mm-hmm. sometimes Summer Walker but it does yeah. depends on who I have on my schedule for the day. If I have yep. like the regular girls, they don't care if it curses. They don't care if they're talking yes. about sex and all this ratchet yes. shit. Like they don't give a damn. They love they it. They don't care. They want to yeah. hear Jasmine Sullivan and her wild ass hotels album. Like correct. And my I have people that might be new and they're just like, oh my mm-hmm. god, that's so vulgar. Oh my god, they're cursing. Like yeah. some people don't want to listen to music that's always cursing. Yeah. Like kid you not, I have clients that I'll play the Monica station and the whole time I'm lashing them. They will fall asleep and they'll wake mm-hmm. up as soon as they hear a song that they like and they're singing along and then yes. they'll fall asleep again and then they're singing along and they're like, damn, girl, what station is this? Oh, that's Monica station. Yeah. And I didn't know that now Pandora 
they have a feature that if you put it on a specific station, you can put it as the artist song only. Mm -hmm. So before it'll shuffle to like all these different songs. I just noticed that the other day. I'm like, oh my God, it's playing a whole bunch of Summer Walker songs. This is the first time ever. Mm -hmm. It's because of that. It automatically made it to artists only. So again, I personally like nine, nine, what is it? 99 90s. in the 2000s. <laughs> 90s and 2000s music. You mean? No, I was thinking fucking juvenile. I... <laughs> See, I was going to start twerking in this bitch. <laughs> Yo, I cannot with you. But I mean, I do love no. like 90s and 2000s music. Because it's general. soothing, you know, and it, it kind of makes like, them fall asleep too. Even even the fucking hip hop and shit. Like I mm-hmm. love 90s and 2000s is my favorite. That's my favorite kind of music to listen to. But I don't, I'm not always in the mood, dead ass. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. So for me, you know, if I could, I would just listen to like rap all day long. But again, not all of my, or hip hop even too, all day long. Like not all of my clients want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of also notice like when you have a higher end clientele, you know, you have the client experience needs to be, I mean, the client experience should always be high end, but especially mm-hmm. like, when you're servicing different types of people, you have to realize like not everybody has one personality type or is the same type of person. So you just have to like cater to that person. I have some older clients who love hip hop and I'll play that for them. Mm-hmm. And I have some clients that I, me and them are on a schedule. What's the next murder podcast we're listening mm-hmm. to? What, okay, we left off on this chapter of the audiobook. Let's pick it up again. Right. Um, I have some clients that I do lo-fi hip hop. So it's the beat of the song, but no words. No words, yeah. And it's like super soothing because I don't really like spa music too much. Sometimes it's like, I'm like, okay. The like, spa music would make me get sleepy. Yeah. If we're not music, talking, I'm going to fall asleep. So. Yes, like I got tweezers in my hand. I'm not trying to get sleepy right now. Like, yeah. I, and now that you say lo-fi music having no um, words to it, a lot of the times when you're not speaking to your clients, if you're not having a full-blown conversation, they can listen to the song, like mm-hmm. regular music and this is the first time they're actually listening to the lyrics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they can hear, like for me, for instance, I would listen to music all the time on the radio, but while I'm lashing sometimes is when I can actually listen to what they're saying. And it's like, oh, oh, that's what they really said. Okay, cool. Some people would like literally be there and they're like, oh shit, like that was, that was some crazy shit. She mm-hmm. just said. Especially yeah. like another thing too, like for me having a storefront, I have to be careful with music I play because the TV that has the music playing is right in the front of the store where the register is. So when people walk in, I don't want Jasmine Sullivan's playing freaking sit on it. And somebody <laughs> walks in and they're like, holy shit, what's going on in here? You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like certain stations I have to be really careful with. Like I said yeah. before, my regular clients, they don't give a shit. They love all the music. And sometimes they'll be like, you know, I'm not, I didn't hear this in so long. I'm about to go play this in the car on my way home. Like they'll have a whole karaoke session. But yeah. again, Spa music, I try not to use that too much. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, ever play it. It just makes me really sleepy. So it really depends on the client. Um, but thankfully, like I usually listen to, um, if it's not an audiobook or podcast, Apple Music actually has like pre-made, po- uh, pre-made um, playlists that mm-hmm. update all the time with new songs that fit that genre. Yeah. So like the Afrobeats one is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite. I listen to Afrobeats a lot when I'm lashing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I'm listening to hip hop, but my clients don't know what's being said. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> and um and yeah, like I just I enjoy that. So yeah, it depends. But another reason why I did think about this once upon a time, because I had already like started thinking like that when my clientele changed mm-hmm. to more of like a, that high-end clientele, but um my one of my really good friends she's a makeup artist 
and Michelle, uh, she was telling me, she was like, she called me one day. She's like, bitch, guess what I just found on YouTube? And I said, what? And it's a bunch of YouTube videos of clients telling their bad experiences going to get like services done, whether it's Mm -hmm. hair, lashes, nails. So like there's videos of girls complaining about the music that was being played. Like, why is the music on like level, uh, level 100? Like, why is it so loud? Or she played this the whole time and I was trying to relax and I couldn't even feel like relaxed because this is the person that she had on and this is the kind of vibe she said. Mm-hmm. you know or the fact that like you know it didn't smell good or didn't like it didn't look clean like you know clients will talk about their bad experiences on YouTube mm-hmm. so she's like do you ever consider that when you play music for your clients and I said absolutely yeah. and she was like yeah you know she had just basically wanted to start bringing um well she bring, she brings a bluetooth speaker in her mm-hmm. makeup kit to play music for her clients which her clients she has a large variety of clients and so she can pretty much play almost whatever she wants Mm-hmm. but in my case it's a little bit different and same with you so it was something that I thought about that I was like oh that's cool but thankfully I had already considered that and I did switch up my music because when I was servicing a little bit more down south um that's all I played was hip-hop and rap mm-hmm. and R&B too but it was like I would play vulgar music my clients like... were singing along my clients were asking me for Tupac, City Girls, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B like <laughs> It's funny I love finding cool sounds on like Instagram and TikTok even yeah. though for me it's easier to find cool sounds on Instagram and everybody always says TikTok has the better ones but mm-hmm. I feel like I, I don't should. find them honestly on I don't know maybe I, need I to get feel like such TikTok. an old lady every time I use TikTok like I'm only 27 like why is it this hard for me to use this damn See, app it's I feel like for me I don't know maybe it's because the graphic design background that I have like it's easy for me to make videos with like the transitions and stuff like that I love that Yo, but finding the I- song and the sound is every like, time <laughs> I'm on TikTok and I'm looking at the transitions, I'm like, hmm, where should I add the spin move? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's an insider, you guys don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> where should I put the spin move today? No, I'm kidding. I never use the transitions because I'm like, I feel like this shit looks like some fucking 12-year-old, like horny teenage boy in his room. See, but sometimes I become like, like without even knowing how to make it. like video games. Like, I'm like, I cannot do this. Like, I know. <laughs> I can make content and it's brand your working. business fire as fuck, but I yeah. do not know how to make transitions and transitions. videos. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some Sometimes they're easy, but I think that's what I've learned on TikTok, like what music or what sound to use for certain things, like what transition to use because it'll fall like right when it does it. I don't know how yeah. to explain it. It's hard, but doing TikToks and reels is just like... <laughs> I really want to do it I mean it's fun when there's like you know funny sounds but for the most part like honestly I batch my content but it's just annoying like knowing that I have to record a whole bunch of them at a time oh no it's the fact that I have to like which I don't have to but this is something that I feel like in order if you're gonna see my Instagram I'll look busted in my stories but I'm not looking busted on my feed absolutely not girl I was legit gonna like, I'm doing a today. full face of makeup if I'm <laughs> if I'm filming reels if I'm filming content taking pictures like yeah there's days that I have no makeup on that I'll take pictures but for the most part it's gonna go on my feed and the things on my feed like they mm-hmm. need to look a certain way yeah um and I'll post like in a bun with no makeup I, I mean I don't wear makeup anyway it's like every single day of my life on a day-to-day I I'm barefaced mm-hmm. every day. Um, I'll throw a little um, filter on if I don't want to have any makeup on. So well, yeah, I'll do a, Throw me a filter I got last Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do a filter. But I'm talking about like a day-to-day, like in real mm-hmm. life. You know, yeah. I don't have makeup on. I'll put a filter on my face on Instagram if I'm talking to my stories. But I'll go on there with crazy hair sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, this is my life right now. This is me right now. So I'm cool yeah. with that. But on my feed, 
I like to show up a certain way on my feet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not going on my feet if I look busted, if I, my hair look crazy. No. Yeah, I was going to record a few reels today because I had time after my two clients. I was like, you know what? Store's going to be open for another three hours. I mean, for some reels, but then I realized mm-hmm. I got my lashes done tomorrow. <laughs> Mm. Prepare to be Jesus sick of me. Said, I would want to be you to sick be of me. beautiful. The Lord would want me to look good on this good Easter. So right. her get my lashes. The lash on. artist is doing an Easter day lash appointment on a Sunday. I, love I said her. she said she texted me yesterday a screenshot and she was like, "Should I get my lashes done tomorrow?" And I said it's Easter and I said, "But you know what? Jesus would want you." Yeah. So, so I said that to my lash girl. I'm like, you know what? Jesus would want me to look good. So I'll take that me Sunday appointment. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Kimmy Kimbella Lashes. That's my baby. She's she, a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. That she really is though. That one right there. That's my. I was her page. I said a bad bitch. No, yeah. for real. No, but um, Kimmy knows that my busiest days are Tuesdays to Saturday because I'm working, and so is she. So her days are Mondays off, and I'm just like Kimmy. You want to put me in on Monday? I love you. She'd be like, "You're so fucking spoiled. Come on, my- I'm coming. On my way. Here I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as I get my lashes done, I'll be happy. And she brings you. She brings you coffee. Like, oh. she's the best. No, that was my nail girl. Oh, that's Liz. She's the best too. Yeah, she got me um, frappe. She like, loves me. A nail girl who I hear my nails orders which I do that with my nail girl. Like Mariana, she y'all are gonna hear from her. I love I her. Love her. I know it's beautiful and it's she's so fucking cute. beautiful. But yeah, Mariana, um, she does my nails and she uh opened up a salon in Coral Gables. Shout out to you, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of her because I and it's cute as fuck so cute and I went I started going to her when she was working out of her mom's house and we actually exchanged services at first like I would do her lashes and she would do my nails but I fell in love with her and even though we don't exchange services anymore bitch your work is fucking a one mm-hmm. nobody does nails like her nobody mm-hmm. so I don't care I'm gonna still pay you bitch to do my nails I took a break for a while because I was doing operate and she wasn't doing operate mm-hmm. um but now she talked to me talking about on my last appointment, I think I'm gonna take acrylics off the menu because two years later she decided to add <laughs> opera on her menu, and I was like, "Girl, can you like?" Because I didn't want to do acrylics anymore, but I wanted her. Yeah, I wanted her to do my nails, but I didn't want acrylics. I was like, "Can you just?" I even told her I was like, "I will buy the supplies. Can you just mm-hmm. do it? I want you Please. to do it." And she was like so against it at first, but whatever. We'll talk about that when she gets on here. She'll have her own episode. Um, so yeah you guys that wraps up today's episode it was Thank a good one to our shenanigans i hope you love us i hope you're like wow these girls yo these sometimes i'm like crazy we are we just talked about our policies and everyone's probably like fuck you bitches fucking ass, <laughs> i swear i'm a nice person i just have boundaries but, i mean my my work is bomb so if you still love my work then come see no me. but really though for <laughs> real let me first of all shout out to my clients who do you know come to see me pay my prices respect my policies like they are golden and that's what they that's why they get treated how they get treated um Mm -hmm. and anyone who's ever like you know come for an appointment I love all of you guys but it's for real like we love you all equally I I I say this more right but we say this to say for the lash artist listening um don't be afraid to charge what you need to charge. Don't, Don't be afraid to stand firm in your prices, your policies, uh, how you set things up in your business and how you run them. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that however you do decide to do it that works best for you, just do it right. Mm-hmm. And um, and just stand firm and, and actually respect your own policies and your own boundaries. Because if you respect your business and yourself and you stand firm with those things, 
you're only going to attract clients who do the same. And those are the clients that you actually want around. Those are the clients who are going to pre-book. They're going to, you know, come back loyalty, loyalty all, um, all the time or loyally all the time. And you're just not going to have the headaches and the problems that a lot of people do complain about in the beginning because you did things right from the start. So mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I want to leave off by saying something that my brother, my now angel brother, he used to always tell me, stop being afraid of the unknown. So yeah. Yeah. that fits well within this too because if you are afraid to raise your prices or you're afraid to come into the game at high prices you don't know what's going to happen so being yeah, afraid of the know. unknown is like well no I'm scared to raise my prices what if people don't book me or what if I move from locations to this what one? if your I clients lose clients that's will the point. follow you if they it's, love your work they yeah. will follow you they will pay what they want to pay I mean what you want them to pay with no problem so yeah and yeah. like I said raising your prices the whole point of raising your prices is to lose clients Exactly. Because yes, you're even though you raise your prices and some people fall off, you're still making more money if you know mm-hmm. how to do the math right. If you yep. do the math right and you're charging the right prices, you have the right numbers. Yes, you will work less and make more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the goal is to work less, make more, not mm-hmm. overworking ourselves. Work smarter, still not being harder. able to pay our bills. Yeah. So yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot of it, put it on your your story, tell the people to follow us at <laughs> Lash Artist Unfucked Podcast. Nah, it's Lash Artist Unfucked on Instagram. Yes. And I am your girl, Lynn. My Instagram, you can find me at underscore L I Lash Parlor underscore. Yeah. And I'm Anais. You guys can find me at Lash Lounge MIA. The MIA is for Miami, not Mia. Not Mia. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be my new tagline because I swear I yeah. didn't know my name is not Mia. Like, MIA, is, not Mia. Thank you. Uh, my name is very <laughs> unique and I like it. I didn't always, but I do now. Yeah. So. But yeah, guys, hopefully you guys loved it. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys want to go ahead and leave us suggestions or maybe even interviews that you would like us to have mm-hmm. on the show, you guys can always DM us or, you know, send us uh, suggestions in the comments. We will always read them and respond and definitely, you know, be open to all of your guys' ideas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one more thing. Keep the conversation going. So use the hashtag Lash Artist Unfucked on the gram on twitter tell the people what you want to tell them about the podcast but dazzle you know two (laughs) cents in it we want to hear it keep the conversation going you know we love to connect with everyone so yeah talk to you guys next week bye bye